You wide awake? Hello and welcome to Wide Awake at 3 a.m. I am your hard to like host, Cole Smithson. It's just going to be a solo episode today. Monday morning, wake up to 4th of July week edition. I said I'm going to do these every Monday. I'm just going to talk about my favorite news stories from the week. And forgive me as I figure out this new um, uh, program I'm using to record these. I'm trying to get videos out. I'm going to have all these on YouTube soon. I'm going to go put all the old audios on YouTube. Um, Thank you, everyone out there that listens to the show, supports me, enjoys it, reaches out. Um, i got some great guests coming up. i got another episode dropping this week. Um, Second ever repeat guest on the podcast. Going to leave... Very, very excited for that. One of my best friends in the whole world. Uh, follow me on social media at Wide Awake at 3, Instagram, Twitter, talk underscore Smith on TikTok. So it, it feels a little weird because I've obviously I've always recorded these, but now I'm looking at myself while I'm recording these. So I feel like I have to look some type of way or do I look into the camera? Do I focus away from the camera? So um, if you are watching this, when I do get this on the YouTube, I got my favorite artist, greatest artist of all time, right over my left shoulder here, uh, Young Thug. So shout out to him. Free my mans. Probably did it allegedly, but free him anyway. Because um, no one makes bangers quite like him. Uh, his new album, fantastic. Uh, really, really enjoyed it. Especially because they put it together with him in prison. So it's a lot of old projects. It's a lot of unreleased stuff from the past. And it, and it ended up being really good. Metro Boomin produced that. That was really, really interesting. But let's talk about the week. I got three news stories I'm going to discuss, kind of go through what I think it says about society and like the bigger picture underlying themes of these news stories and like why I thought they're important to highlight. And I'm going to talk about me a little bit and then we'll get out of here super fast today. Again, thank you everyone out there listening. I love you guys. Um, You are the best. Still trying to figure out a name for the Wide Awakers. Is it The Woke? It's bad. Yeah. No, I, I've every version of names I've thought for y'all. So if anyone has an idea, please reach out to me. But yeah, top stories from the week. This one has a little, all of them have a little personal touch for me, but the Russia stuff with uh, Wagner, the uh, mercenary group that apparently turned on Russia, Russia gave him a bunch of money. It might've been a false flag operation, whatever, whatever. Here's my problem with it. I don't even want to get into the specifics on it because it's going on in Russia in a war where there's misinformation coming from both sides. So it's really, really hard to pin down exactly what's going on. Obviously, people have incentives to lie. People like all these politicians and dictators and stuff that are doing these things. Why are we believing anything coming out of from any of these camps? It's a war. So uh, there, there's strategy in that. There's tactics. I think it's hard enough to figure out what's even going on over there. And then I had this person that I work with be like, oh, you seeing what's going on in Russia? And I'm really, really trying hard to be more boring and like give my opinion less on situations. I was just like, no. And he's like, oh, and I I did see what was going on. Also, it ended up being a different story than we thought it was right away. So this is like right after it started getting reported, people are like, oh, World War III is on the horizon. And it may be any day now, but regardless, you don't know that. And that's my point. So this guy brings up Russia and he has no idea what he's talking about. It's like very obvious and nobody does. And I don't expect you to. That's the thing. You don't need to have opinions on things you don't know about. It's okay. I used to think I I'd had given my opinion on everything. I used to think I'd, uh, you know, can 
have an idea of everything that's going on when I was in journalism school. It's probably more informed than most people are just because I constantly had to read news for classes and just stay abreast of what was going on. But even then, it's like you get bogged down in everything. There's a billion things that happen every single day. And you want to tell me that you know what's going on in this Russian-Ukraine war? Can regular ass people stop pretending they're foreign policy experts? That guy, he brought up the Russia thing, starts talking about it. And he's like clearly in way over his head. And then he's like, yeah, this is huge. And he meant to say this is huge geopolitically, but he didn't phrase it correctly. He was like, this is huge for, you know, geopolitical. Like that's where it, it, it's his sentence stopped. And I was like, dude, geopolitical is one of those words that like, yes, some things are geopolitical, but like if you break down what that word means, it means earth politics. Considering we're human beings from Earth and, you know, we've gone into space a couple times, but we're really confined to this space. And politics is really like anything that affects the daily lives of people. So kind of everything is politics. And all of our politics as human beings are on Earth. So if we did do space politics, maybe that would be a, a phrase that we need to use. Maybe that would be something that's like, Regular people. Oh, that's geopolitical, meaning of the of the earth. All things are geopolitical, like that are big politics stories. Like saying geopolitical does not make you sound smart, especially especially when you have no idea what you're fucking talking about. So I, I just tried to avoid these conversations. I just let people trip all over themselves and and just like look like buffoons. What is people's obsession with having any idea of what's going on? Just know the things you know. Be interested in your friends and your in your hobbies. And that's fine. You don't have to have a take on Wagner. You don't have to have a take on Russia. Again, misinformation is pretty much all of information that we're getting now because it's so... Any good information it, uh, is bogged down in like 10, 15 things that are about the same thing from the same people. That is terrible information. So you're really trying to find a needle in a haystack and it's okay to not know. It's okay. No one is mad at you. I support you in not knowing. And I support you acknowledging that you don't know. And that's fine. I don't think you're dumb for it at all. Geopolitical. You don't even know what you're fucking talking about. Um, yeah, that Russia stuff, I guess, <laughs> I had to give my opinion on it, is that who gives a fuck? Like, obviously, like, NATO's involved, the U.S. is involved, whatever, whatever. It's just another, like, Cold War proxy thing. Putin is dying, um, and he's a dictator on his last legs trying to assert, you know, the last bit of power that he has. And this happens to so many dictators and kings throughout history. Like, this is just what it is. This is what it is. That's it. Every, uh, that's all I know just from looking at this and it's like, whatever happens, happens. I'm not going to spend my time focused or worried about it. And I think largely like anyone who does is just being silly and pretending that this is going to affect your day-to-day life in America. It's not, it's just not. And until it does, maybe I'll be, I'll be proven wrong, crazy there, but I I doubt it. So my next story, I was watching this video, um, secular talk covered it kyle kalinsky on youtube he's one of my favorite uh, political commentators he's been my dude forever it's funny like I, I i love his work but i do have to when i watch it and listen to it i'm like this guy sounds just like me and his opinions pretty much we disagree from time to time sometimes he's to the left of me sometimes he's to the right but but it's like hearing myself talk so when i watch him i'm like I, i'm thinking about that because i'm like i don't want to 
too much echo chamber myself and get caught up. And I want to really think about the ideas that he's discussing and he, but he's really, really good. I recommend anyone that's watching this, check out his work. But uh, I was watching a video of this QAnon Trump supporter guy talking about why he's still a Trump supporter. Uh, I think he was being interviewed by a guy who used to be a Trump supporter who flipped, right? And the guy was just saying stuff like, oh, Biden's a clone. Biden was executed during the Obama administration. Um, Trump does what he says. He built the wall. He was elected and he's running a shadow government from Mar-a-Lago. And at, at this point, like anyone who supports Donald Trump, and there's like a decent amount of people that do still, and he probably is going to win the Republican nomina- nomination if I had to guess at this point. I don't think DeSantis is doing a very good job at breaking um, through his support base because they just believe him no matter what. But it's just proving at this point, like anyone who supports that man is doing it for their own reasons and their own problems and their own shit they have going on inside themselves. So it's like not a legitimate opinion at this point. It's just not. And so you can sit there and have that opinion. You can sit there and live your life the way you want to live it. And that's fine. I believe in your right to do that in this country. But I just, your opinion has no value. Stop arguing with these people. They're crazy. You don't argue with crazy people on the street. You don't tell the homeless people, uh, you know, they'll come up to your car asking for change. Be like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Like you don't fight crazy. It, it's meaningless. I've heard people in my own family that are Trump supporters back during his presidency say stuff like he's the only one telling the truth. The only one. First off, beware of anyone that you think is the only one telling the truth or says they're the only one telling the truth. They're fucking lying uh, every time. And it's kind of culty, right? Like they have their guy. They just believe everything he says. And at this point, like saying he's still running the government saying he's like building a wall that isn't being built or was built previously, like just like these blatantly wrong things. They'll do whatever. They'll do all the mental gymnastics necessary to justify the team they picked. And I wish it was just more honest. Like I'm sure there's people out there that are honest about it. They're like, I like that he's an asshole. I like that he's, uh, you know, a bad guy and and kind of turning politics on its head. That's an honest take. And if that's the team you picked, that's the team you picked. Like I know people who in a lot of their beliefs, like a lot, if you go when issue by issue, they're kind of lefty, but they're like Trump people. It's kind of like that college, younger, younger white dude, frat type behavior. It's like they pick the team and those people actually support and respect more because they're not trying to justify it through all these like things that are just complete lies and, and, irrelevant or false information. Like they're just like, I picked a team. This is my guy. Like rah, rah. It's like supporting a sports team, big Raiders fan. I picked a team and no matter what they do and who comes in and out of that building, like I will be a Raiders fan. That's what this is at this point. Like we do not have to respect the opinions of people who do not respect themselves enough to form educated opinions or change based off of new given information. They're never going to. So your family or people that you work with or whatever that's on that side, like don't ever argue with them. Their opinion is completely invalid and it's what they have to say is irrelevant. And if they're honest about it, then at that point, then I feel like we can have a conversation. I'm like, I want to know why you picked this team. I want to know why even in the face of certain things, like you are just, you're stuck with your guy. But if you're trying to tell me, you know, or anyone else that he's doing this, he's doing that. Like there's all these conspiracy theories, like mixed up in a bowl. And it's like, all right, man. Like, can you just like the Trump thing 
or the Biden is executed thing. It's like, all right, everything's a conspiracy. Like I love conspiracies much as much as the next person. Some of the stuff the United States and other countries and world leaders throughout history have done is insane. It's, it's crazy. People empowered do that kind of stuff. And we have movies, books, everything written that's, that tells us that we know that people given power usually act wrong or people that seek power are the people that are going to use power incorrectly. So really the people we should have in power are never going to want to be in power. It's like my dad always said, someone wants to be president, they're fucking insane and they shouldn't be president. But the only problem is of course they're going to be president because that's the only type of people that run for president. So we don't have to argue with these insane people. That is the point here. They're, they're going to say anything. They're paper tigers. They act tough. They act like you're an idiot. It doesn't matter. When people think I'm dumb because I disagree or, or don't acknowledge like their shitty take, it just shows how dumb they are. It just every, every time, like we, we do not have to get upset with this. I really do think, um, in the general election, even if Trump's nominated, I don't think it's going to be that close, kind of like it was last time because. A lot of these swing people are not going to vote for this dude, but he has his base solidly locked down to the point where he's probably going to get the Republican nomination. Um, I will say I do want to watch the Trump Biden debates because they're two old senile losing it, man, hopped up on Adderall yelling about stuff that will be entertaining to say the least. But Trump's lost his fastball. Trump is is like a, a Trump cover band at this point, saying the same old corny lines from 2016 that got him elected the first time. And that's like eight years ago at this point, almost. By the time the next election rolls around, it'll be eight years ago. He is a loser. He's always been a loser, but it's just more so evident the way he can't even adapt or change. He just, he's locked in on this base and he, they get more supportive of him when he says the hits. He said this one time at a rally. He was like, oh, y'all love when I bring up transgender people. And like they cheer. It's like he literally put them on to the idea that he's just telling them what they want to hear. But that stuff always works for these strong man, like dictatory cult leader types, like just feed the people what they want, just feed the masses what they want. And that's what he's doing. And this, and, and this person I was watching being interviewed, like, doesn't matter what Trump does. Don't argue with them. Don't ask him questions. Don't, we need to separate them from the rest of society, normal society, right? Like if there was, I don't know what percentage of the country it is. Let's say it's 20% or whatever. Maybe it's 15, The 15% of the country believe the earth was flat or whatever. You know, I know there's a more fringe group, but like we wouldn't have to accept it as a more reasonable take because it was a larger percentage of people. Like I'm totally fine eliminating them from the public conversation. Let them have their own dumb conversations over there, away from me, away from us. All right. Yeah, that's my Trump thing, I guess. Um, I just saw that uh, video and I was like, it doesn't, like, I can't even watch those videos anymore because it's like, it doesn't matter what they say. Of course they're going to say that. Like, there's never been one of those videos where the guy's asking the questions and the Trump supporter looks and he goes, you know what? I hadn't thought about it that way. It's never going to happen. So why do we keep doing this? All right. Last little story and then I'm going to talk about myself a little bit. I don't know if y'all have seen this, but baby Gronk has become kind of like this viral sensation or he did become this viral sensation. Maybe this isn't a story from this week, but I just kind of wanted to talk about it because it keeps coming in into my feeds like on Twitter and everything. 
Um, it's this kid that plays football. He's probably like 10 years old and they call him baby Gronk. He's like skilled or whatever, but the dad's like reaching out to all these colleges to do visits. The dad's reaching out to all these like sports casters, like barstool people got reached out a bunch too. And they were like sending DMS because the dad's being like this desperate, like helicopter parent to try to get his son famous and be viral and live vicariously through his son. And this is like a new thing. And I, I brought this story up to talk about the idea that these parents like have kids to be the social media for them. Cause they're just all these, every single one of these people that like has a child social media account, like, especially when it's like a little girl and it's like all the pedophiles follow it. Like I, I think people have seen that floating around the internet. If you haven't like Google it, it's really weird. Like all these old dudes commenting on like a six year old Instagram that her parents are running or whatever. But all of the parents that basically use their kids for clout, like you're bad people. You're a bad person. You're, you're a nothing person with no personality on their own. And if you did have a personality on your own, you'd make your own content that had nothing to do with your kid, but you're nothing. You're a zero. And that is why you do this. And it's sad. And it's, it's wildly bad. Like parents have forced their kids into acting. Um, I was just reading something about Jeanette McCurdy. Her mom was like really awful to her and stuff like that. Uh, the Sam from iCarly and like beat her and like told her she was fat and stuff like all oh, as a kid. And it's like I'm trying to live vicariously through their famous kid. And these people are awful. They're scourges on the earth and they're getting more prevalent every day with social medias. And there's nothing wrong with posting your baby. There's nothing wrong with even like having like a, a little kid. Instant. But if you're trying to go viral, if you're trying to get famous, like say it's for your friends and family or whatever, that's that I get it. Like I, maybe I wouldn't post my child so much like, cause it's a kid and like people are weird. Right. Like, but that's your prerogative. I get it. I'm not going to tell people not to use social media with their kids. I th- when my mom posts me and my sisters, like she's doing it because she thinks we're cute. She loves us, whatever. I get it, right? But if you're trying to become famous off them, you're a nothing person and you don't deserve those children. And those children will grow up to resent you. They will see how people received you at the time. They will be embarrassed by your presence and they will hate you. And that's what happens. And that's terrible. And that's terrible for the kid. That's terrible for you. And stop fucking doing it. There's never a good any of them. All of them are bad. Because you could like justify, oh, but there's this one that blah, blah. No. As a principle take, as a principle to take on this, they are all bad. Every single one of them. And I will not, not die on that hill. Losers. Absolutely useless zero losers it's just sad like it's really sad to watch and i feel terrible for these children they'll never have a normal childhood because their parents fucking recording everything to have strangers approve of the parent vicariously through approving of the child again because these people have nothing they have nothing to say they have nothing to do they have no skills they are zeros I would love for like that. I mean, my friends really haven't started having kids yet, but I would love for like a friend to do this and like, like hear this and be like, what the fuck, man? Like, I'll tell it to anyone's face. I'll tell, I'll watch a parent do that. I'll fucking say something on the street. It's embarrassing. But yeah, so those are my new stories for the day. Thanks y'all for checking in. Uh, listen to Monday morning, wake up. Everyone have a great 4th of July. I'm just going to talk about me just for a minute. I got uh, one of my best friends coming on this week. I believe I'm going to drop a Wednesday, maybe late Wednesday, early Thursday. Depends. Um, I'm trying to get the video stuff together. I, it's it's not new stuff, but it's stuff I haven't done in a while. So I got to um, 
figure out the best way to do that. But I will be getting all these on YouTube. The audio uh, will definitely be coming out first. Um, it might just be easier to get the audio out, spend some time this weekend uh, brushing up on the video, getting that out. So it's just me doing this. So I, I, I really appreciate everyone. Uh, I got a big announcement coming. I'll kind of talk about it on uh, the podcast I did with my guest. Uh, but I filed an LLC. I have a podcast company. As soon as the logos are done, I will be like posting that, talking about it a little bit more. I'm very, very excited. My sister's working with me um, on it and she's doing great work. Everyone that I've been sending them to, and she's still got to do some updates and, you know, make it look a little cleaner, nicer, but everyone's loving them. So uh, shout out Olivia. I love you. You're the best. And shout out everyone out there that supports me because I think you guys are really going to like the, uh, the podcast company logo and name and in, in my, in the podcast coming up in the guest, it's one of my best friends. And I kind of talk about me a lot. It's not something I usually do. I kind I I've been doing it more. There's podcasts I've talked about that. I haven't released that. I'm still thinking about releasing potentially. It would just be audio, but uh, talking about just uh, my social life and how I feel about these things and how I'm trying to be a better person. And that's the thing. Like, I think if you're listening to this and listen to that one, I might come off as a not very good person in that. And I think that's totally fair if you think that of me, but not to defend myself. Cause I, I think I've done some legitimately bad things in the past. Um, and that's all right. And I'm comfortable talking about them. I'm comfortable with my own flaws. And I think people get really, really reticent to accept that someone is comfortable with their own flaws, but also wants to improve. Like I don't just talk about it just to laugh, but I just have a sense of humor about everything that goes on. And so you know, when tragedy happens, like I feel like laughter is the best way to get out of it. So, uh, yeah, you'll hear me talking to one of my best friends about like these situations I've gotten myself into and, and flaws in my past and, and this person that I'm trying to not be anymore. And I've do, been doing a lot of manifesting and visualizing and meditation on the person that I want to be. And I think I'm getting there. I'm on the right path. I do think I've entered into the timeline that I become the person that I want to be. And part of it is doing this stuff, putting in the work in this level, part of it's putting in the work on a social level. And there are people that love me and support me and, you know, have a sense of humor about my flaws as well, like my best friends. And I need them and I have used them as kind of a shield to the outside world to protect myself from it and also be like, I don't need these people. I can do kind of what I want, but I don't want to be like that anymore. And I don't want to use these people as a shield. I want to use these people as a comfort blanket as I attempt to, you know, be more vulnerable and be more patient and be just a kinder, gentler person. I love fucking with people. I love doing bits. I love making jokes. I love, I just love that kind of thing. And I will continue to do that. And the people that love me, I'll continue to do that with. But I don't have to make a joke out of everything. I don't have to, you know, argue with people about stuff or tell them that they should be doing their life a certain way. I don't need to do any of that anymore. I don't need to be making fun of people without their permission or them knowing I'm making fun of them. Like people will be like, I can't tell with you if you're kidding or not. And it's like, yeah, that's the point. But also at the same time, it's kind of like it's kind of trickstery and mischievous and and trolly. And I don't need to be like that all the time. And I want to use my skills and abilities and uh, my ability to make people laugh and, and entertain people um, for good and not bad. So, yeah, I'm, I'm writing a show. I'm working with other creative people. Um, I have a guest lined up who's like a director, writer, independent stuff so far, but he's really, really good. And... Um, he has a movie that is not technically out, but I'll be watching it and I'll be interviewing him 
and been working with him, talking about uh, the show that I want to make. He potentially has another show idea that we might work on together. He said I'd be great in a role in the, in the new project they're doing. So a tiny little role, but it, it would be a nice little uh, entrance into acting. And I'm just trying to be a person that creates more, does more, is better to people, and does the things I need to do to have the life that I want to live and also be the person I need to be. And I, I am seeking that out and I'm seeking out help for my problems and issues and I'm seeking out, you know, treatments and, and support. And I just want to thank everyone for kind of being there through this journey. Cause I know I've definitely done some ill <laughs> to this world, but I've also done some good and I will continue to do more good and I will at least cap the ill to when it totally necessary. I, I'm a big believer. Like I never start anything. I really don't. I really don't. I'm, I think I'm totally amenable until someone starts something and I'm like, Oh, we're doing this. And then I'll take it to a level that like most people are not willing to take it to. Like, I'm like, Oh, we're doing this. Like I, and I acknowledge that that is my own fault. Like, and I could let things go and I'm trying to let more things go. Because I understand why I've defended myself like this. I understand like the place it's coming from, but not everyone does. And that's for me to deal with in therapy and by doing the right things by me. That's not for me to like deal with by interjecting people into this. Like people are, some people aren't ready to hear, you know, sort of the dark realness that I exude at times. So yeah, I'm trying to be a light in this world. I'm trying to put out positive energy and not just preach it. And I will get there. And I am in the in a place where like I am going to get these goals. And I'm totally willing to acknowledge that from 18 to 25 wasn't the best guy. And it's fine. And if people hate me, don't talk to me, like whatever, that's their business. And I support them in that journey. And I wish everyone the best. I don't need enemies. I don't need to you know, burn bridges. My on my NFL podcast, I do. My friend jokingly goes, "Oh, it's great to be here with the burn over a thousand bridges." We all laughed about it, and it was funny. But it's like I don't need to be that anymore. And as I get older, like these things are only going to get more real and worse. And I'm done, and I am getting the help that I need to be done with that, and to do more of this and more positive stuff and more, you know, enlightened things and behaviors. But yeah. So that's my message to everyone out there. I hope you are on the same journey that I am where it's like, let's be better people. Let's put some light out into the world and uh, let's get the help we need to fix the problems that we want to fix. Again, thank you so much for listening. This is the Monday Morning Wake Up, episode two. Happy Fourth of July, everyone. I love you. Check out what I'm doing on social media at Wide Awake at 3, Instagram, Twitter, talk underscore Smith on TikTok. Check out the podcast I'll be dropping later this week with one of my best friends. Check out everything we're doing here and we'll be back next week y'all peace